0: Well, hello folks, and welcome to We the People. This is the American Soccer Podcast, in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's national team. I'm Clayton, I'm a rapper.
1: I'm Ty, I'm a web designer.
0: And we love the
1: gnats, Even the fishy gnats. Go fishy Nats! Go fishy Nats. It's We the People
0: the People. We the People. It's we, the people. It's we the People. Welcome to the Under 20 World Cup preview pod with We the People, uh, otherwise known as the Fishy Pod. We're about to fishy out and pod out and, and fishy pod out together. It's a roster pod. It's a, it's a ro- is it officially kind of.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, is it. <laughs>
1: What do you call a roster? A small fry.
0: It's a small, yeah, it's a, let's, let's have it's a, a little sm- yeah. a small fry. Uh, do you, do, so it, let's, I guess, start with the so absolute basics. Ty, what is, uh, why have we convened here uh, today? Why other other, other than just here? the fact that, that uh, we so miss you guys. When there's not games going on, we miss doing this and we miss getting together and we miss, uh, you know, the whole, the whole thing with you guys, the community out there. So, uh, yeah, aside from just that... What's actually going on that's, that's bringing us together with the U.S. Yeah, so, men's national team?
1: Uh, the way that the youth tournaments, the big uh, youth tournaments, have worked out this year, the qualifying and the World Cups have kind of coincided uh, a tiny bit more than they usually do. Um, so the U-17, sorry, the, the U-20 team went through qualifying, which we did discuss on this air. Um, the U-17 team just went through qualifying and did successfully qualify uh, for their World Cup. Um, I can't remember when that is, but it's kind of all happening all at once. And so we've been seeing uh, two generations of U.S. player um, be tested in, in CONCACAF competition. Um, and we've been able to get some reads on, on some of these young men. Um, and the U-20 team is about to go into the World Cup, which is the second closest thing to a World Cup for, for the U.S. team. Uh Copa America's be damned. <laughs> Copa uh, America's be damned. I guess Well, well so right. here's here's so, the thing. Yeah,
0: so well, but obviously a ahead, senior
1: tournament, ahead. a senior tournament is going to trump this in terms of quality and things like that, of course. But what I love about these youth world cups is that this is the biggest Thing these kids have ever done, <laughs> like right. it has it has That's this March right. Madness quality where yep. you are never going to see the level of effort that you see in the under twenty World Cup. Like they <laughs> are not hormones, rich, bro, those, <laughs> those hormones, hormones. <laughs> 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 they are like super saiyaning out, like like mad. Their depth it's perception awesome. still sucks. So depth perception is awful. Each
0: other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of them could drive. So so the under twenty World Cup is is a delight. It's a delight, and we happen to have a really good team um and so we wanted to convene and kind of talk about that team and talk about some there's some interesting kind of like not political but like uh so there's stuff going on with the roster that's that's interesting to note um and so so, yeah so uh, we're just saying hi but you know hey um if you are a u.s fan you want to see the next generation of u.s players the under seven the under 20 uh world cup is kicking off um uh as we speak i believe uh the US's first game is uh, Monday May, let's see, today's 19, 20, 21, one. Twenty second. Monday, Monday, May the 22nd. twenty second. And um and we have a, a a tough but uh but winnable group that we'll dig into. Um and it it should be a blast. The games so are on uh, at like four in the morning. Let's so that's get a l li- for a
0: little but, context yeah. for for, mm-hmm. for the friend of mine who maybe wouldn't wouldn't uh still be convinced what are some what's a, what are some players we now uh know and love who had an impact or had a major experience at an under twenty world cup
1: great question Clay Doe. so um the last class that we had that really broke through and made a big big uh impression on the the senior team uh was two thousand and seven We missed a couple in the middle there um but the two thousand and seven class had Michael Bradley. And had Josie, so two, you know, World Cup starters for the U.S. Boom for real, Um, and that's a that's a higher uh, sort of ratio than you you typically get. The 2013 team was not as um, not as impressive with uh, DeAndre Yedlin, I think, being the only player who made a World Cup. Kellen Acosta, my pookie baby, um, still got a shot on the road on the road to being a World Cup on his way, on his way. So yeah, from from this group of players by the sort of standard ratios that we expect you're looking at maybe one consistent US starter going forward, you know, all one right, or two guys right. who are going to so, become fixtures on the national team.
0: So somebody um, in and this group, a couple group, guys
1: who'll make a World Cup.
0: Somebody in this group is going to uh is is going to is going to be one of our is someone in the pantheon of of US Players yeah. for us, you know, someone that we care about uh, long term, you know, and although there's 11 players out there on the field and maybe only one of them is going to be a major player for or maybe two, um, you know, a major player is around for 10 years on the team. So so the ratios kind of sure. work out, you know, It's this is a this is totally an awesome <laughs> thing to get involved in. And at 20 in the game of soccer, these kids are right on the cusp of uh, yeah. or at 19 in this game they're right on the cusp of being impactful professionals um so it's it's a really exciting age to watch you know they they can they can play but you can still kind of feel that they're developing and i haven't watched that much uh youth soccer but i have gotten down a little bit i watched that uh mexico versus u.s law the final the loss uh which was Mm -hmm. under 17s right
1: yeah, the under seventeens. Yeah, we we'll we'll touch on them later. Yeah.
0: So um, so yeah, sticking with the under twenties, mm-hmm. who d- maybe uh, maybe in lieu of going through the entire roster, maybe who are who are uh, four or five players to look out for on this uh, roster.
1: Sure, sure. And I just want to kind of close the the loop on like the the one player per team ratio or two player uh-huh. per team ratio. I think that's. <laughs> I, I hate to say it because I probably would say this every single time but I feel like it's a little different this time like I feel like the level of quality is a little bit uh, yeah that, that, yeah that development really is happening um, and the way that you see that is in the manner in which this team plays and so for right. me I love the individuals on this team I think there's a lot of uh, really interesting talent a lot of interesting personalities a lot of players who could be really important for the senior team but what I most Uh, excited to to witness is the way in which they go about their game and if they can uh, pursue the game plan that they showed during qualifying on the biggest stage uh, which is aggressive high tempo um, against Mexico the the sort of emblematic game of their qualifying campaign uh, Mexico didn't have a shot so wait what take take that in they beat Mexico so this for the is a different, first
0: time. Okay, this is a different game is, than the one I watched. This, this right, is right so the this 20s. is not the U-17s. This is okay. the
1: 20s. The U-20s played Mexico and held them shotless, if well, I remember correctly. Well, that's
0: just correctly. fantastic.
1: So, um, and it was Tyler Adams and Eric Palmer Brown locking down the middle. Tyler Adams, who had some sort of head injury early in the tournament and came back for that qualifying match and was just like, just a freight train all over the place what um, was the sort of uh, nike international
0: here. thing is that is that this group sure, of players
1: yeah. so uh, the nike international friendlies is an under 17 tournament okay and still so the not u17 them.
0: still not them almost uh, they, there they do almost that yearly
1: <laughs> this u17 uh, team recently did the nike friendlies over the winter and uh, many of the players on the current u20 roster came through that um that U17 that program as well, and okay. That's so part of why they have this consistent style, which you're seeing. You, I'm actually more excited when we do this same show in two years, when these this class of U17 players are ready for the for the U20 uh, level. I think we'll be talking even more about the kind of swashbuckling uh, attacking play, right? Um, that they're we're, exhibiting. We're beginning
0: to show this but. style at all age groups of of our yeah uh, of our. Th- thing you know so and that's a good sign for the future and that's how that's what great soccer nations look like their national programs are one thing from top to bottom uh, with a style and a direction and you know uh, that's really important so so you were getting you were getting into it uh, starting to name some of the players on this roster to look out for and uh, Mm -hmm. how do we know that these are exciting guys who are they playing for what are they doing that's telling us that they're cool and exciting and we should watch that. Sure.
1: I, I guess so the, the easiest uh, metric of that would be the clubs that are signing them and are interested in them. And so in that, in that regard, uh, you have Eric Palmer Brown, for instance, who is a Sporting KC Academy player who from the age of about 15 has been a significant transfer target for Juventus.
0: Wow. Uh, has
1: not gone over because I think he thinks uh, Kansas City is better for his development, probably like wanted to go to high school, things like that live uh um, so life. he's not gone to juventus there was a, a rumor of i think it was like a one million dollar offer for him as a as a very young man um last year he went on loan to uh porto b the second team for porto the the portuguese uh giants okay and he won the second division with porto b as a starter
0: wow uh, what so position does he play he's a center back so he's, he, a, he's back. a
1: natural okay. center back uh and probably one of the one of the brighter players in the pool for a long time. he was actually on the last under 20 uh, roster as a seventeen year old um, and he uh he is still eligible to play in this one so so last time he was on the bench this time he's going to be a leader a, a a captain uh type of player and he um yeah he during qualifying he was actually uh sort of deputizing in defensive midfield because there were some kind of tactical things they were trying to do and there were uh, other good options in central defense. This time it looks like he is going to uh, play his sort of natural position at center back alongside Mr. Cameron Carter Vickers, who we've talked C- quite a lot C- about. And so C- this is a player C- who C- is one of the top prospects at Tottenham, who just came America's in second in the Premier League. America's next top CCV. Uh, easily. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be shocked if there's a uh, – and, and he, he has – Garnered a tremendous amount of praise from uh, Mauricio Pochettino, which of course that's his coach, and he's going to praise him. But the the sort of uh, strength of the confidence that they have in him really speaks speaks volumes. Yeah, and I think it's likely that he's going to get a lot more minutes in the Premier League last year. It feels like this year was a was a gap year. Yeah, where he was on the bench a lot. He wasn't playing a ton for the youth teams at Tottenham.
0: The dude looks um, like was the dude looks like he minutes. could be thirty five.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if that if that guy came up to me and said, you know, uh, father of two. What are banker. you
0: carding me? What are you? IDing <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's he's the lone crazy? teenager who can really get pissed if you card him. Yeah. So CCV can definitely buy some beers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna Excellent. be it's gonna be Carter Vickers, Palmer Brown as the center back pairing by all accounts. Okay. Uh the law firm as uh, <laughs> a certain patriots player used to be. I known. love it.
0: Guys, if if um, you uh if you have seen Eric Palmer Brown play, I have not. So reach out to us on Twitter, let uh, let me know personally what you think of Eric Palmer Brown. CCV I've, I'm a little more familiar with, but uh, guys, yeah. I bet you guys out there have a lot of cool insights on these players too. So reach out to us at WTP Pod if you'd like to. You totally Absolutely. should. Absolutely.
1: Oh, and if you want to support our show, the number one thing that you can do to help our show uh, is rate and review us on iTunes. Please give us do. A, probably give us a good rating. I, do you want to give good ratings?
0: I would say we're going for good ratings. So like if,
1: minimum four. So if you if you hate <laughs> the show, yeah, just give it a four. Yeah, that's like my tipping strategy. It's like, <laughs> God, this was awful. Fifteen percent. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be, man I have so much. Please, I please so much tip us tips, with stars man. I try to ball out on those. tips I have horrible. Yeah, I try to ball out too. It's an easy way to ball, ball out. out, and and so is rating our show on iTunes because it yeah, costs just you ball nothing, out, dude.
0: It costs you nothing. Ball out. You're gonna, you're gonna, hook and it makes up. us so happy. And, and 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 there are at times little gimmicks that we do in this show to to read right. your reviews, uh, which can be very funny and hilarious, and we love the. Uh, Pardon my France. Random shit you guys have written in some of those reviews. Uh, Random fun. shit. Random shit. Uh, we, we really have enjoyed it. And, and so, anyways, more on that later. So what about the Beautiful. midfield? Who's, who's running this midfield?
1: So uh, the midfield has a, a, a lesser-known name and a more-known name. Okay. Uh, the lesser-known name is Tyler Adams, who's my second pookie baby.
0: Second Pookie oh baby, mine is Emerson He's Heineman, even he's guys. getting up
1: there because he's he is doing really well uh, in MLS um, as a still as a teenager. Last year he uh, was a starter for the Red Bulls two team that won USL, which is the third division nice. in MLS, um, and so he has experience Rosin starting balls. at the senior level. Um, he is completely senior ready. He's a, a well rounded player. He's kind of a uh, all-around midfielder. He can slot in wherever you need him. He's not very comfortable as a playmaker. A little bit more of a Michael Bradley type, I would say. Um, maybe maybe more of a Jermaine Jones type. Maybe I'll put it that way. Less of the passing, more of the running.
0: Um, okay. I but d- he's, he's but-
1: got it all. And, okay. and I, I've said on this show, uh, the much-vaunted Eric Palmer Brown uh, of, of the big transfer offers from Europe, my personal eye test says that Tyler Adams has a better career. So so for me Tyler Adams is a better prospect right now. He's got the
0: swag. Um, so the eye test guys he's got for, the swag. yeah, there you can you can look at the data, you can look at the transfer numbers, you can look at the team or the starts, but ultimately, you know, it, it's it's there's some some organic qualities that you can see in footballers and soccer players that are that are sort of intangible and and that's kind of what Ty's referring to is like just being just that sense of like "Mm, that's smooth that touch was really
1: smooth and speaking of smooth touches the headliner of the midfield is Gideon Zalalem oh there we go blast from the past declared for the U.S. just in time for the last under 20 World Cup so he played the last one as a 17-year-old and was a starter in most of the games. I think they benched him for the first game. He's a wi- he's a under 20 veteran, bro. He's a U20 veteran. He pulled off some crazy shit in that U20 World Cup last time. Um he is older, wiser. He's been he's been uh he's gotten he's gotten, he's gotten so punished for a little him. bit.
0: Hasn't been he's, so good for him. He's been bouncing around. Wild, wild yeah,
1: he's had some tough West, times, I guess. I don't think it's going to happen at Arsenal, you know. So so he has to find a lower tier caliber of team that can still accommodate a fragile number 10. Yeah. Um, but if he can do that, I think he has all What's the potential that? Like, to be a, quite successful.
0: Spanish league?
1: Yeah, you're right, right, yeah, exactly, or Netherlands or something like that. Cool. I don't know if it's the U.S. team. <laughs> That's one <laughs> issue. Uh, but Gideon Zalala totally has the, has, has the, the toolkit yeah, to be maybe, a, a so, solid professional. So
0: maybe he's the new mix disc, you know? and he could and, be the but new he, mix his disc. ceiling could be quite a bit higher sure. than that like if mix yeah, was no, like he, just he a little could bit be better shabby. yeah sure sure
1: right could but, he really not, probably not, not. <laughs> probably not <laughs> probably not <laughs> he could be um and then up top so up top we have uh, one kind of uh what's the term uh, pedigreed one pedigreed player and one surprise so uh, the pedigreed player is brooks lennon Owned by Liverpool, currently on loan to Real Salt Lake. Has already started uh, uh, starting games for Real Salt Lake and scored a cracking goal the other week. Absolutely fantastic, game winner. Excellent um, in a rivalry Excellent. match. So Brooks Lennon talking uh, about the, the real MLS deal.
0: folks, real shit.
1: He is um, he is the Cristiano Ronaldo of the under twenty. U.S. Men's National Team. Look at his face. Look at him run. <laughs> he does that run that looks kind of like an did, action figure where there's goal. only two points. There's only two points of articulation. It's like, arm up, arm down. Yeah. That's his running.
0: He had a goal celebration that I that I saw where he does the uh, Oh, shit. Uh, I'm not the new Messi. I'm the playing for Juventus kid. DiBala. Uh, DiBala. So he does the Dybala, and then he does the Ronaldo, like, celebration he like does both of their signatures he quotes them both in one w- in one of those celebrations did you see that
1: i did not it's, like a like was a young very... rapper trying to m- make his make his name. exactly
0: yeah and that's that's yeah. my shit that's I, c- I can hardly remember the goal but i you know what i mean. <laughs> <That celebration
1: though. laughs> it was for you it was for you yeah Amazing.
0: man and as a kid um, as a kid this is getting a little sidetracked but as a kid playing like I idolized Cristiano Ronaldo for that style and I will say this I have some frustrations with uh, the world for being okay with Cristiano Ronaldo because if I had only idolized Messi I'd have been a much better player you know, for sure. So, so whatever. But anyways, back back to Brooks Lennon. He's 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 got potential. He's got that style. He's got the hair, you know.
1: Yeah, he he, he has uh, he has those things. I was very skeptical about him going into U-20 qualifying, and I think he officially proved me wrong, uh, including a hat trick in a game that they had to win. Um, and he he showed a lot of pretty, uh, pretty solid instincts. I would say he has, you know, more on the Cristiano Ronaldo Comparisons, not to go nuts, but he's um, only in style, not in skill. I would say. Fucking
0: Ronaldo. He
1: he has the ability to pick up the ball uh, deep and uh, and progress down the wings, which is really important. But he's also a very good instinctive finisher. So so he's the kind of player who is tough to mark because he shows up in a lot of different places. Um, he has a lot of tools. Uh, he's very physical, very aggressive. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see at a at a higher level if he can stand up.
0: Absolutely. Um, and and so who's our lesser known player? Up
1: there? And our lesser known player, the bridge to the U-17 team, is this kid named Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent.
0: I'm a little colorblind. Is his hair red? Is it? He's got oh, the I'm colorblind t-
1: too. Shout, tell, tell us on Twitter. You reach out to us, Pod. <laughs> <think> so. <laughs> what color is this kind of ginger. ginger? He's
0: got. A, he's kind of tall. Yeah, dude. Yeah, know? he's
1: got. He's got kind of like a, like I don't know, freckly. like a Sandlot look. Yeah, like a. He sand. looks like a '60s movie, like teen movie. Um, so, so Josh Sargent is the the star. I, maybe not the star, but the probably the most promising prospect from sure. the U17 team. And he, by virtue of a really great performance in U17 qualifying, is playing up a level um, for this U20 team. So it's it's really exciting, and I'm I'm curious to see if he gets any time, or if they just want to get a better look at him, or what. But um, he. So what you know, about it, it, Andrew
0: it, Carleton? Is that data yeah, so as good <laughs> as Josh? Sargent? That's who
1: I'm thinking. So for me, Andrew Carleton. Uh, oh man, there's there's so many good. Good players on the U17 team, but Pretty the, exciting. but Andrew Carlton is the is the kind of well. There's uh, good players on both of these teams. player. I would say, yeah, he's yeah, the, yeah, for sure.
0: Andrew Carlton he's, is the shine,
1: the shine. That's right. And jo- Josh Sargent is the effective finisher for the most part, though he had some spectacular moments in the in the U17 uh, qualifying. Cycle. He looks like a um,
0: defender, that dude, but he's a striker. Yeah,
1: he's kind of he's kind of big and awkward looking. And I the first time I saw him um, was in those U17 friendlies that we were talking about over the winter and i assumed that it was like a classic case of american you know take the tall lumpy kid and throw him up top yeah um but he he's got skills he's got he's got feet he he's has some moves. Uh, intelligence and the way that that u17 team plays like we we hinted at the fact that they have a style the style is this run and gun 433 with like with a, an incredible emphasis on wing play and on dribbling. So, like in the Nike Friendlies, for instance, I, I I feel like I watched entire matches where they did not pump a ball in the box from the corner. You know, which they is just, just tried to dribble at in. senior level is like the A1 A one play all the time. I know. I know, dude. So, so uh, they they in, seem to be like in. allergic to rip. getting the ball over. The hip over the hip level, you know, they keep the ball on the ground. Ugh, I love they that. play these. They play these really lovely triangles, um, and and Carlton is is crucial in that because he, his touch is just so fantastic. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to put the ball away, and and Sargent has been excellent at doing that. Um, and so yeah, the the U uh, twenties nominally have tried to play a similar um, style during qualifying. They had uh, Jeremy Ebobise. Who did make the uh roster as that central forward and he wasn't very effective, and the wing players were kind of getting frustrated because things weren't really happening. Yeah. And so they reverted a little bit into more 442-ish, more um, more reactive, more, more counterattacking style. Sure. Um, so there it's it's interesting because you can see the progression. You see like the senior team is is practical, <laughs> let's say. We love our senior t- we love, we love the Nats, that's why we're here. <laughs> But their
0: team is bullying. pragmatic. <laughs>
1: they're pragmatic, aside from a certain young man. Oh, uh, all, and speaking of a certain awesome. young man, I love
0: watching the U.S. team, but they're not the zesty tactics we're all like looking for. They're not, to. And I think they're not going to get there. I mean, we really are. We're working on it. We got Pooley. that's working well, out okay. Well, yes.
1: So, so we have uh, Sergeant, who is the bridge between the seventeens and the twenties. The bridge between the twenties and the senior team is absent from this roster. Uh, christian pulisic yeah so what's up with that and why is he not playing so so this starts uh during the season so pulisic has a game uh this weekend and then he has the cup final i think it's the next weekend the german cup final yeah um and so last they did not last game the Bayerns League had to
0: play day, for but. for like three weeks
1: uh but they beat Bayern. they beat Bayern last round oh so they get they whatever. get eintracht frankfurt and and um Excellent. and and yeah it's Dortmund Dortmund uh has had the foot off the gas a little bit they i they've been surprisingly lazy given the stakes that they've been under but that's a that's for our Bundesliga recap pod <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a different
0: pod different pod actually so yeah. sticking to it you're saying Dor- why, why is Pooley not
1: playing in the U20 uh, world cup so uh there was some question as to whether he would play the U20 World Cup or whether he would we are, play We by the way um, we are talking about Christian, Cup. Pulisic, if it d- Christian Pulisic. Christian yeah. Pulisic the senior team's best player. Am I am I wrong? I, I believe that's the uh, fact. Maybe Clint Dempsey, but Yes. it's close. Clint Dempsey Father-son play duo. for
0: Dortmund right now? I don't know. Could Dempsey
1: so. play for Dortmund right now? No. <laughs> okay, thank you. Problem solved. Uh, yeah, Christian Pulisic is our best player. Yeah. So he he is uh, he is 18. And he would be eligible to play for this team, um, but he is emblematic of the uh, meta story of this U20 World Cup okay, roster. Okay, interesting. Which What's is this? What's the this? talent who is not here? Right. So from those groups who who kind of ascended through the ranks Josh of the, that U17 program, Josh Perez is another great example. Our our, our young winger at uh, Fiorentina, who's played who played. Uh, Saria minutes this year is one of the top prospects of Fiorentina. Um, another cadre of of young stars we have at uh, Schalke and at Schalke. Uh, at uh, what's it called Wolfsburg in Germany. Um, and so it, there, we have a number of uh, eligible players who have not been released. Because their clubs don't want to let them go, they either. Because they are too
0: important to
1: their European yeah, teams. Yeah, they're too important to their. They're either too important to a senior team like Pulisic, or they have, uh, you know, significant kind of season end uh, youth team tournaments that the clubs want them to participate in, um, or because they're so important and they're so much a part of the pipeline that the clubs don't want to risk them getting injured. And it's more important that they wrap, you know, let these guys have a break because maybe they get more minutes next year. Um, rather than having them be exposed to this competitive environment, the clubs, uh, you know, typically would be uh, would be advantaged by the fact that their players get experience in this kind of at this kind of level. But I think what we're seeing is a trend towards these American players being part of more serious programs who want to have a little bit more control over their sure. players. Sure. And so, so, is
0: this the way it would be for let's say let's take like a major a major world power soccer team, you know, like, uh, like Argentina for, for like a young Argentinian player, would they, who, would they be, are, are the great new Argentinian players playing more for their clubs at a youth level than they are for the, their national team?
1: It's a great question. I, I really don't know. And that's something I should, uh, dig into more and find out. My sense is that the U S is unique in sending players abroad early. Um, and the reason for that is that our youth team systems in our country are not as developed as they are in other places who other, other places that export talent uh, at large rates. Right, right. So, for instance, in, in Argentina, you're much more likely to see a U-20 team composed of Argentina-based players because their, their academies are excellent and they, they've produced stars for years. Um, whereas for us, the brightest American kids <laughs> have to go overseas in order to get the best
0: training. We produced these like preemie babies. <laughs> the preemies. <laughs> yeah, we our our youth systems like just getting chugged. Like we have like it is just we getting have, like, chugging. Five years of maybe of like results. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, but it 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 there there's a lot of good signs. It's it's no judgment, and I think um, so. <laughs> not to get too wild with this point but uh america is a very unique country and we we have managed to be a world power despite being like the the world power but mind you the world power despite being you know 20th in math education (laughs) like we're we're first in military and we're like 32nd in broadband speed (laughs) You know, there's a lot of these like strange contradictions about uh, about the U.S. because of the bizarre fact, the the odd construction of our country, the fact that we don't have an ethnicity. You know, there's no ethnicity that corresponds with. There's no homogeneity in our society, and our borders, despite uh, certain challenges, are open and have been open, and our our uh, our policies have been integrative. Um, and so you know the u s is always going to be an exception in certain things, and so the the hodgepodge of youth academies that I see I, I don't feel like that's something that needs to change necessarily in order for us to be successful. I think we just have to find our path uh, within that model. Guys, what do you think
0: ultimately that that's that was that's a very elegant elegantly weaved back into the soccer conversation tie uh love love doing this pod with you you got such great insights bretta
1: love you too so
0: so um guys what what do you think in 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 the simplest terms you know does it do you guys think it makes sense to be exporting our youth development or should we be trying to find some sort of way to do that at home and uh keep in mind our unique situation as americans you know we the peeps bros so at wtp pod rate and review us if you want to uh, and there's, um,
1: so, yeah, there's so yeah, th- so there's one other who, kind of aspect to that.
0: Okay, uh, let's do that, and then uh, maybe one more player that's yep. not not with the team that could be if there are any. Cool, cool.
1: Yeah, uh, and sorry to interrupt, but the, the no, you're good. Uh, recently, so the the U17 program has um, has this uh, base in Bradenton, Florida, which is the the IMG right, Academy. Right, that, um,
0: Bradenton, by the way, it sounds like some shit from the Born Identity. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I love it.
1: It's like one of those things that like that like types in in like typewriter font in the in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so as somebody's Bradenton, hand
0: with a certain ring, you look for that ring the uh, entire fucking
1: movie. Yes. Uh, what's what's the thing? Gun, loaded gun, dead cat. Yeah, one it's of those? A loaded. It's a it's a shark one. cat. If there's a loaded Loving. gun or a dead cat, bazooka. You know what I'm <laughs> <Bazooka>. saying? <laughs> okay. We. We got the, the theater majors are pumped right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're still with us. <laughs> they're still with us. They're still with us. What's, What's up, dudes? Talk, and, and- talking about the U 17s So <laughs> anyway, so they closed this this training center in uh, Bradenton, Florida, and closed um,
0: down. Shut it down. That shut it down. You mean now it's studying aliens uh, in
1: there? They they've transitioned yeah, over they, to alien announced- studies. That they found aliens. <laughs> they, um, it's, it's emblematic of a broader shift that is happening with the U.S. soccer setup. So, uh, like, we were just talking about these academies. Most people wouldn't realize this, but MLS teams really only started having academies about five years ago, as you said. Um, nailed it!
0: guessed it. Nailed it. And so the, guessed the, it.
1: Nailed it. These MLS academies have had time to get set up. They've had time to have classes, kind of ascend through through the ranks, you know, to establish themselves in the, at the local, uh, at the local level, you know, being visible to the top players.
0: Kellen um, Acosta, yeah.
1: And so we're in this, yeah, precisely. We're and in the, this. Red Bulls like moment. just
0: started being a thing when I was playing in high school in man, in Manhattan,
1: in the Manhattan, island on which we grew. Pong. Eastland, so uh, and on that on that Eastland, uh, many uh, not many, but a couple uh, Red Bull players developed. So you had uh, you had not on that Eastland, but next to that Eastland, uh, Juan Agadello, who we saw recently playing for New uh, England. We sure New did. England.
0: Damn right, and, damn uh, damn straight
1: we did. Alex Mule, who another New York City high school kid turned Red Bull starter, love it. Um, love it and and it's it's really happening you know these the the, these are players who maybe they would have gone to college and maybe they would have cracked it at a on a professional roster somewhere but because these academies exist they've been able to plot a career trajectory around playing for these mls teams um that's how i feel about joey badass man uh for your own struggle that what do you mean struggle? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm what's talking struggle? about
0: my career path. Your career <laughs> path,
1: right, right. My my career. Joey bro. Bad's been through some struggle. Let's yeah. uh, he, well, I wish he yeah. had an academy. So, speaking of struggle. So anyway, so we are we are in this uh interesting moment with the the um state of US scouting at a youth level and this being the fishy pod, uh I think it's appropriate to discuss the yeah, the, yeah, these let's academies, break it down. these academies are starting to actually work, <laughs> and so that's part Calvin of what Acosta, you're seeing with for these instance. these players coming through who are like, oh, they're already a starter for a senior MLS team. That's great, but the challenge there is that we still have such a big freaking country, and there's only 22 or 20, 22 announced MLS teams, uh, or 20 announced, something like that. And so the catchment areas of these MLS teams and their their academies is still relatively small, and so we still have this right. conundrum where a lot of our a, a lot of our best talent is probably born outside these catchment areas. Um, it's
0: got to be the Clint Dempseys of the world. Precisely, right? Clint yeah, Dempsey yeah, yeah, born precisely. born unnoticed, like self-made, uh, playing like in the made park, made himself noticed. No scouts kid, ever yeah, gave him a chance. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you know. so th- that's that's the fundamental challenge. That's the challenge. flip
0: side by the way, by the way, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but that's the flip side of the only one or two of the starters on this become major figures and there's one or two Clint Dempsey's out there that we don't know shit about yet and they're going to be the fucking man for us, you know what I mean, going forward and we just have no idea. That's that's part of it too.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And that that's that's the uh the the mystery and beauty of the U20 level. But that and that's why I enjoy watching these guys because I want to see who the next big thing is. But I what I enjoy more is watching young American players try their hardest, you know. And especially when you right. get to watch young American players try their hardest and play well. Like that win against Mexico uh, in That's qualifying. When it gets fun. I mean, that is just fantastic. It's like, it's a dream. No it's shots. a dream to watch Shut players down. play like that. Um, yeah, that's so. Cool. So you know these these teams are are to be enjoyed, and and when they, uh, when they do produce players who who you look at and you go that guy's special, like Christian Pulisic two years ago in the U seventeen sure. World Cup, basically holding the entire team on his shoulders, an unsuccessful sure. team, uh, on his shoulders. Like that's you 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 do get uh, a it's sense exciting. of who is truly uh, elite and who is not. Absolutely. Um, so I'm pumped. So, I can't so, wait.
0: Yeah, you can't you can't help but be pumped. If you're if you're still with us, guys, you're pumped too. I know it. I know you feel it inside of you. Uh, well, whatever. Anyways, a little personal. You feel, <laughs> you feel whatever you do. want to inside of you. <laughs> but what are we going to? But what are we going to uh, encounter? Okay. Yeah. Who, uh, do you know who are we playing? What are we going? Is it, is it a knockout round? Is it a group stage? What's going on? Yeah.
1: So it's it's your classic uh, 32 team World Cup uh, format. And we have a, a group of three. They haven't changed this yet. Um, the group is Ecuador, Senegal, and Saudi Arabia. Uh, so, a solid, solid, difficult right, group, right, but we all right, should still go through right,
0: right, right. um,
1: The matches are May 22nd at 4 a.m. Eastern. This is sweet. in South Korea. So, this is 1 a.m. for you, which is the finally, sweet spot. Finally, this is the something sweet spot, Plato. You you, we need you to be the official live watcher and tweeter because you, i got this dude. clayton's lifestyle it it's finally lends itself something that'll to 1 a.m soccer matches it's actually the remember perfect we, time
0: it's the perfect first soccer me, match. dude it's i finally can do this remember when we had we had a pod that was like i was still awake and you were just waking <laughs> right, up and it was right, right well and, and speaking of and speaking of we might <laughs>
1: maybe we can watch the match against senegal on may 25th at 7 a.m eastern if you're still if you're still cranking, if from I'm still awake, else, yeah, I'll be up. I'll, I'll be up for like three hours at that point.
0: Uh, yeah, pregame and everything. I've got dude, little kids. Shit. Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll I'll be like three <laughs> beers deep, uh, <laughs> and then we have a uh, uh, Saudi Arabia May 28th at 5 a.m. So that one that one's kind of in the 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 uncanny valley of right. Or, yeah, you know, I don't know if we're gonna, gonna, make gonna that hit one. the replay, but the 7 a.m. match. But, I mean, I think. That'd be fun. That's we can both yeah, that make breakfast tacos. That. <laughs> <laughs> For different uh, reasons.
0: Yes, that would be awesome. So, what are we looking? Like, are we are we expected to come out first place and do? Is it too advance?
1: I would say we must expect to advance, though. Um, Though, though, to be fair, uh, Ecuador and Senegal are going to present stiff tests. The South American teams are okay. always great. The African teams tend to overperform at this level for unknown reasons that no one can quite determine. I'm not saying anything, I'm just saying factually they overperform at this level. Um, Dude, it's because they got. Yeah, d- d- they d- got. But, d- <laughs> <laughs> it's destiny, bro. Overperform at this level, it's
0: destiny. Um,
1: and uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, I think, uh, is a but, is a step but... below the other two teams. Will still be a really tough match. Um, so, but having seen this team, <laughs> having seen us in our own region do extremely well, uh, I do expect us to yes, get through this yes. group. I expect good performances. Um, and yeah, yeah, I will be. I will be style. solidly disappointed if we don't do well. I will be. Sure, my hopes sure. is and high. E-
0: For me, the biggest thing is is the style of play. You know, that's that's. Uh... Um, At the end of the day, the most important thing, I think, uh, with the game... In general, because if you have an awesome style of play, it becomes more meaningful in your culture, and you eventually end up with better players, right? So, so I would like to see, even in the face of adversity, a youth team that's just drilled with an awesome style of play and an ambition and and a belief in themselves. And if I see that, you know, uh, I want us to win. You know, I'm, I want five stars, not four star reviews. Boom. But uh, if if I get a four star review, you know, I'll take the four. I'll uh, take. I'll take the four star, four star, star because as long as as long tie. as the written as long as the written the writing and it is dope. Right, right, that's right, fine. Right. Makes sense. <laughs> that metaphor um, worked out better so than I thought it would. So I have a,
1: a one more tiny point about the U twenty team, and then we'll get out of here. Okay. Uh, so we talked about the return of Klinsman. Um, that's
0: right the young goalkeeper Klins- goal Jurgen Klinsmann's son our, so Jurgen Klinsmann's starting now the, the, goalkeeper the first the first soccer mom of America number 1 I, as in first lady I didn't I couldn't figure out how to make that one work so
1: is, is wait uh, Jurgen is uh, the first lady
0: I wanted to somehow combine soccer mom his wife and first lady <laughs> yeah
1: yeah okay <laughs> Debbie yeah. Chin is the president so um Jonathan Klinsmann sneaky asian dude uh, we confirmed officially Asian, that Jonathan bro. Klinsman is sneaky Asian.
0: We love this. We, we love. We love. It. We love I love sneaky a we We're Asian. Hoppers,
1: man. I mean, that's that's what's up. That's that's like that's what's Clayton up. style. So that's um, so American. Jonathan that's Klinsman, so American, bro. The son of Jurgen Klinsman is the starter. Uh, for this team, unless something changes, I love it. So uh, I love you it, will dude. see. I love it. During this, during it's this, like, it's
0: like the various tournament. iterations of Star Wars,
1: dude. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kylo Ren <laughs> is, is is back for revenge. Awesome! I, I, I love it.
0: I love it. I'm such a fan of how this is developing. Oh, this is you know like Michael Bradley. It's amazing. Coach Bradley, Can you imagine Michael, Juerged, Bra- Michael Bradley, Michael Bradley, and Jonathan Quinzen on one great. team? Absolutely, and or or a coach, crazy? coach and coach and older goalkeeper like both been around. Does Bruce forever? Arena
1: have a kid? Can we get Bruce Arena's kid in to, here? He's got to.
0: But I don't know if Bruce Arena is Bruce Arena like. Is, was he a
1: player? He might be a confirmed bachelor. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a
0: <laughs> soccer player, dude. Oh, a, was he a Bruce soccer Arena? player?
1: Is he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was he a he did. was a goalkeeper. He has he has one cap for the. Uh, U.S. national team, when the U.S. Know. national team was basically like the the crappy Harlem Globetrotters. He played Dude, one know, match wonder... in Cyprus or something like that.
0: That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious, and I did not know that. Yep. And, I, and I had another thought. I wonder if, uh, uh, I haven't had any success on the roommate front, but mm. I, I wonder if uh, Bruce Arena's looking. Bruce, you think?
1: Yeah, I huh. don't know. I mean... Well, yeah, he told me he likes Seattle.
0: Yeah, it's a good city.
1: Right. have got a, a great city. neighborhood. Close to the stadium. Yeah. You could always get to the stadium. True. Easy. Truth. It's like Truth. three stops. Yeah.
0: Truth. So whatever, huh. whatever. Okay. We'll, we'll see about yeah, it. we'll see. We'll it's, see. A well, it's a thought. We can talk later. It's a thought. You know, it's a thought. Folks, uh, it's going to be an exciting time. Join us for the U-20s. If you don't, Ty, what's the next, uh, what's the next senior team action that's going to happen?
1: Yeah, we got the qualifier against uh, Trinidad and Tobago in june i can't remember the specific date it's in june i believe this tournament should be totally wrapped up by then i think um so the next time we will join you will be to do the rasta pod for world cup qualifying which Rasta-pod is the thing that really man. matters but we will also uh recap how the u.s team fares at the u20 world cup the second biggest world cup We'll be there.
0: We're going to watch it. We'll check it out. I'll stay up late. Ty will wake up early. For we're going to check it out. It's going yeah, right, yeah. to be Excellente. Yeah, uh, right. A hundred percent. It's going to be Excellente. Join us uh, if you'd like. Join us, please. You know what? Join us. Please join us. Uh, 4 a.m., for, a, anybody?
1: Am I really gonna get anyone? up anyone? I'm gonna I'm gonna anyone? get up let's for this. Let's do like a
0: halftime. Maybe we do a halftime YouTube.
1: I'll be up with my three year old. My three year old's bouncing off the walls let's, at four let's, a.m. Uh, let's yeah. do
0: it, dude. So so Holla. that's what's going on. Uh, senior team qualifiers coming up down the road as well. This has been an excellent, mm. just purely choice uh, meeting of the soccer enthusiasts. Myself and my brother uh, here at We the Peeps. I very much enjoy these little um, things called butterhorns it's like a local guys making these pastries and I love them deeply wow. um, and delicious. he you know they're sold in various cafes and he's gone gone through apparently some life things and can no longer do it so uh, he's looking around for people who can keep this business going I have no Thank idea you. what our reach in Seattle actually is on this show but if you're you know whatever I love those wow. butterhorns and if someone can take that uh, company and keep it going that'd be incredible um yeah Local I also I, I yeah yeah uh, I very much like the sun when it does shine mm-hmm. uh, although I tend to just do the same thing I still hang out inside and and play <laughs> PES soccer manager and shit like that but I'm happier because I know the sun is out it's out there because you got the D I,
1: you got that vitamin D
0: I, I, I'm getting that D bro <laughs> And that just makes me happier about everything <laughs> And I love Christine and the Queens, but I don't love any of that shit as much as I love the Nats.
1: Even the babies. Let's go, boys. Go fishies. <laughs> go fishies. Eh? It's we the people.
0: It's we the people. It's we the
1: people. It's we the people. flugel Oh, that wasn't good enough. Okay. Flugal.